The Dude Fox Podcast. Hello and welcome to the Dude Fox Podcast. I'm Ronnie, he's Paul, and as if today wasn't bad enough with the result, I'll be like a dolphin in about an hour. I have to say right away, thank you so much to everyone who's donated to Brave the Shave. So far, we've raised over £2,100. Join the conversation on our socials. We're at Dude Fox Podcast on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. Coming up on this week's episode, the Rangers review, the good, the bad and the ugly, Hibs preview, the loan report, the rumour mill, DUSF, who am I on this day with the Arab Archive and I get to shave this wallopper's hair off. It's all coming up on episode 176 of the Dode Fox podcast. Hi, I'm Paul Dixon. Welcome to the Dode Fox podcast. So welcome back to the award-winning Dude Fox podcast with the Clippers at the ready, Paul McNichol and the set-to-be-shaved Ronnie Costello. It's, uh, we're nearly there. Can't wait. And for some reason, Martin's appeared as well. So no one like, can I know, ch- shovel under a bus he's, he's while he's here. in the room. He's here to make sure you've done a bottle. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, aye, because you, you don't own Clippers. So Martin's here because he owns Clippers. Correct. So is this Correct. true? Because you, this is absolutely spot on. No need for me to hear clippers, and you'll find that out soon enough when you think there's no point in clippers. I'll just shave it in the shower. What? What? <laughs> Your head does. What's more worrying about it is he says it, they didn't need charge. They got plugged in at the wall. Like how powerful are we talking? Is that a chainsaw? If well, you're an Aldi, look, at, look at the length of that hair at the back. It's going to need to be powerful. It is gorgeous. It is going to need to be powerful. Can it's going to be a wash. How are you feeling about it? All right. Well, I mean, we t- we'll, we would have touched on it later on, right? But we're currently sitting over two thousand one hundred pounds. Amazing. Set the target hundred pound. Quickly changed it to five hundred. Thought a thousand was getting a bit ridiculous, and the last few days has been mental. Mm-hmm. It's been absolutely mental so far. Like everyone who's, and especially at this time of year and stuff. And I, I have said that, and it's no been like I'm no, no saying that you, know, you must do it. But if people could donate, it'd be pretty cool to raise this money and. You've spoken loads of times about the work that the community trust do. So the type of projects that money can go to, like two thousand pounds plus the gift aid or whatever else, mm-hmm. you know, that's a, that, I think that's a fair chunk of money. You'll know better than me than how it get, might get invested, but that's amazing. Of course, it, it's invaluable for uh, for the community trust to get donations like that. Uh, for dumplings that just want to shave their head, it's uh, it's unbelievable. So cheers to everybody that's donated. Yeah, very yeah, much appreciated. And that, that side of it's been 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 pretty mad. But the last the last couple of days, it's been like, you know, we've hit this target. Come and get to this. Like even yesterday, I think it was about sixteen hundred. I thought, we can't get to two. We can't get to two thousand, can we? And mm-hmm. Here you know, we are. now it's two thousand one hundred and something. And um, I did ask when it closes, and I've absolutely no idea. I would need to check that. Maybe it might be open for the rest of the week. I don't know. Maybe maybe the women that listen to us are waiting. And they're going to go, Echo the Dolphin here deserves my cash. The knickers will be in the handbag when I donate. I'm, I'm not sure about that. I, th- I think you might need to close it as soon as you post the first picture of you being here because boys will be looking for their money back. And so. you, you can't ask charity. You can't ask for your money back. Well, like Some people. Well, I'm not so sure. Some people I think like you can. That. So that, that's coming up. So uh, basically what will happen is um, once we finish recording the podcast, we will... Get getting about it, I suppose is the term of the phrase. Um, it'll be there'll be pictures. There'll likely be a video. Uh, the pictures will go on social media tomorrow, probably just as the episode drops, and then the video will go out probably during the week once we've realised how shite our cinematography is. <laughs> no, that jazz, it's weird. So, um, so yeah, we will touch on it. We'll touch a bit more on the community trust a bit later on. Um, but 
we are for about the third time in four weeks recording right after a game uh, was the Rangers at home. Um, ISIS were there the day battling. There was the army were on standby. There was a lot of shitey rumours this week. Mm-hmm. Yep, there was. Uh, I don't know how much of it was based on truth, but I didn't. Uh, I was not worried about anything. I didn't think there'd be any bother out with the normal nonsense that comes along with a visit to the city for them. Uh, and as far as I'm aware, I could be wrong, but I never saw any any bother, any hint of trouble. No, nothing, nothing. No, when I was when I was coming out, I was in the car, and uh, Dave Hill had phoned me saying, "Watch the traffic. The traffic's really bad. There's loads of blue lights and all this kind of stuff. You might want to avoid them. Maybe something's happened." And I thought, well, "Maybe need to go the long way around the poles." So uh, he twenty seconds later he went. Oh no, it's just because they're leading the buses out to the Kingsway. <laughs> <laughs> what do you get parked in? I can't tell you that. Oh, okay. That's, that's top secret top information. Secret. An underground bunker. We'll move on for that. Okay. So, uh, but I was parked in that underground bunker for about quarter to two because, again, just wanted to avoid anything. And some of the buses had started around, but it was, it was really pretty quiet. i never seen any bother at no, all. No, I've seen anything. Never seen anything, never seen much outside either. Kind of got in the bother. I mean, there was a lot of polo suit as they were kind of going to be. Um, but gladly, I think it was, there was. I don't think there was much. I think for anything, there might be a handful that will spoil it for everybody else, as usual. But but that could happen at any place. Any game, the United Motherwell, that could happen at any time. But obviously well, there's going to be... there's a drum involved that could happen. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but... Drums are banned for Tanaday, so you don't have to worry about that, do you? Oh, easy, uh, uh, the marching band were in. <laughs> um, but yeah, but listen. So there was a lot of that, which again, when you're you're playing one of the hard streaks at home, but I mean, we touched on it last week. Like our records, it's no, but I mean, we 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 put a bit of a fight. It seems that we've done better against them than the other them. <laughs> the, the other them is just almost pointless showing up sometimes. But we will get our revenge and a bit. Three weeks. We'll see. About that. We'll see. And then again, it'll be right after the game when you record that. <laughs> and, and you'll be doing it long distance for a hotel room, I believe. I will be, yeah. I'll a work trip on the Monday to a Barcelona. Work, a work trip. To work, like, that's like uh, becoming a yearly event. Like you hear me, a work trip. It is a yearly and, event. It's then, class. Then people have holidays. Hey, sometimes you go above and beyond. That's what happens. Mm. And I'm doing it for the podcast and my work. I don't mind the sun cream for the napper this year, okay? <laughs> Honestly, bronze the donuts, can't wait. So, our cheeks are on, are in town. Uh, every and fine. You went to the Heggy as normal. Mm-hmm. Every and fine. Mm-hmm. No hint of bother, anything like that. Nothing. Team sheet comes out. One change. Expected change? Harsh change? What are you thinking? It was expected. Yeah, like, I, I think if, if everybody's fit. And I, I felt sorry for Tony Watt because he. I thought he was our best player last week so of course you feel a wee bit of sympathy for him when he drops down to the bench but I don't know I get the impression that he's, his face no longer fits at the club uh, there's obviously talk we mentioned it in our rumour mill last week there's talk uh, him maybe getting moved on this month I don't know if that's true or no uh, time will tell I guess but it wasn't a surprise to see Fletcher back in the starting lineup. and if I'm being totally honest I probably would have put him back in the starting lineup as well if I was the manager yeah, same. Um, same. I think if he's available, he's got to play. And I think he showed that. Certainly in the first half, he was a bit of a nuisance for the two centre-halves mm-hmm. that they had because they got a very physical Stephen Fletcher up front. I just don't think you get that. It's just, you, just, you have to... They're different play. players. They're completely oh. different type of players. 
hugely, hugely different. Obviously, depending on what group chat you're in, people might have heard other things that would be changes, but that that's the only one for me I think should have been made as mm. well, given that they're not the biggest up front, but they're relatively quick. So I wasn't, again, no surprise for McMahon and Smith to stay where they were. No, I I, I think we spoke about it on uh, on Friday, I think it was, when we, we were asked, do we think there'll be any changes to the team? And like defensively, I couldn't see them bringing in Mulgrew and Graham just because Rangers present different problems to what Ross County, for example, presented the other week when the defence got changed around. So, no, I thought it would be Smith, McMahon and Edwards uh, and Freeman and Beach as well, I suppose, because it was Merabak five at times of the day. Uh, but yeah, the, the one change, it was it was one that wasn't really that surprising, but at the same time, I, I did feel a wee bit of, wee bit of sympathy towards Tony Watt because he mm. was very good last week. Mm. Start the game. Start the game. Okay, I thought. I thought we we're all right for probably thirty-five minutes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, we were definitely in it. We were on the break, causing them problems. I felt that we were fairly solid. Uh, th- there was times when I thought I, I wish we wouldn't stand off them so much and just allow them to get closer and closer to our box before we were trying to intervene or just dealing with uh, stopping supply and whatever. But like it was a game plan that seemed to be working. I'm not sure what happened 35 minutes in there was like a switch went off in their heads or something and the game like Rangers they didn't batter us or bombard us but they were definitely the team in control I thought the last 10 minutes of that first half uh, without causing our keeper to have to make a save Uh, everything he'd done today I thought he was fairly comfortable and and confident in doing it but that was for me as I could as I'm sitting back looking at the game here just now that's when the tide kind of turned about 10 minutes before half time I thought we kind of fell out the game the important thing for that though was to go in at the break starting nil nil. yeah like yeah, no one concede no of course and, and everybody was happy because you just thought to yourself uh, I, I assume certainly I thought like if we get the same level of performance in the second half then th- there, there's a point here for us at least there's a point I mean we might even nick something on the break you don't know but uh, but yeah I think most United fans would have been relatively happy at half time yeah, we had a couple of good chances. Stephen Fletcher, one uh, sort of past the post, I mm-hmm. think. Was it the first half? There was that penalty shout we just spoke about before we started. Yeah, yeah, from a, I think it was a, a cross or a corner or something mm-hmm. where the ball, it's definitely struck Goldson's arm, whether or not it's a penalty or not. I, I don't know, Ken, what's a, what's a penalty these days, handball. I don't, And from having watched some games on highlights yesterday, I don't know, Ken, what offside is these days either. So, yeah, like... It, if it had been down the other end in front of the east stand, I dare say the whole stand would have shouted for it. But if it goes against you, mm. you'd probably not be that happy. But again, I really didn't care what constitutes a handball and what doesn't these days. I'm, yeah. I'm not sure. I also got a really good view of Glenn Middleton's cross in that the keeper just got to before. I think it's Edwards and Fletcher that are kind of storming in on it. Mm. Yeah. That was a good stop as well. Unlike the Chelsea keeper the other night, they just let it go past them. Exactly, um, yeah. That was a good stop. Yeah, I mean, their, their keeper... He had a couple of things to do in the first half, but out, out with that, like Fletcher had a shot second half that I can remember, but he didn't really have that much to do. We didn't trouble him. We didn't trouble him enough. I would also say our keeper didn't have much to do. No, no, no. But ultimately he's picked about yes. the net twice. Um, um, just before half time, when we're, we're up against it a wee bit, Liam Smith starts a move pretty much in his inbox mm. and ends up on the edge of their box. Yeah. I thought it was no hearts because it was a different kind of goal when he scored that, but I just thought it was just going to sneak in the post and it went like in slow motion for where I was. Yeah, it's well, it was from, he, he won it. I think, did he not play out to Harks or something? And then he's kept his, his run going mm. forward. And I'm I'm pretty certain that Harks was aiming for Fletcher. 
uh, and Smith just nipped in and, and took yeah. up and like my old man was saying I should have left it for Fletcher but the fact that Smith got a touch on it I think it completely fooled the Rangers defence as well that he did because it kind of opened up for him yeah. and instead of melting the bar he's trying to place it or curl it right in the bottom corner yeah. and ultimately he's, he's troubled an advertisement board more than the net <laughs> didn't that a drum out though did he um, w- one thing I do like about our the way we're playing when we're on top we're, we're on top we're in, in the game is you know one thing that really grinds our gears that we were there a lot was passing the ball about the defence side to side side to we're not really doing that now yeah. and if we are it then goes out and it moves forward mm-hmm. like it's no going side to side constantly because that does my tits in yeah some of the, I thought some of our passing the day was piss poor uh, a lot of the time like we the amount of times we gave the ball away mm-hmm. in the middle of the park you know and sometimes you, when I, when you give the ball away you could look and think right oh okay he was aiming for such and such that boy's just nipped in there was occasions where like Ryan Jack was picking the ball up for a stray United pass and there's no United players near him like wh- why are you aiming it yeah. that's just that's just sloppy yeah. uh, but but I think I, I think when you might get, get in their groove but when we get in there and we start creating opportunities it's when, funnily enough, when we move the ball quickly. Mm-hmm. Like, and you saw it with these opportunities, like getting it into middle and getting it wide. And one thing with the formation as well, and we mentioned it, I can't remember what game it was. Do you remember we mind saying um, about Liam Smith and the next thing he was in the box? It was a bit like the day. What they seem to have is, although the, the wing-backs bomb forward, like, I mean, when we've not got the ball, it's very much like 5-4-1. Mm. But when we've got the ball, it goes to this kind of weird 3-4-3. Three, three. It's nearly double tens. Um, and we get right up there. And then the two centre-halves either side of Edwards, one of them might appear on the edge of the box. Like, it's 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 madness at times because when you lose the ball, which we did a f- too many times a day, the ball turned over, it showed that we could be... The gaping holes, mm. like gaping holes in the midfield or yeah. whatever. And if they got, if we were any deeper at times, they'd have been in my front room. It was unbelievable. I, I don't know what it was. Like, I don't know if there was a fear amongst the players, but it was almost like we were we were camped, especially in the second half. Uh, it was almost like a flat back nine at times. We Fletcher just running about up front, and it was like I, I'm not sure what what minute they scored their goal in, but I was just thinking this is coming and if they score 54 and 57 I mean it was uh, that that was the game there and then mm. when they scored the first I thought we're going to struggle here now because we are sitting deeper and deeper and deeper we're going to have to change the whole game plan to try and get out because it looked like like Jim Goodwin the other week when it was Aberdeen Celtic he got loads of grief because his game plan was to basically defend for the 90 minutes now I'm not saying we defended for the 90 well, minutes I don't think we did no, no, neither do I. But fe- certainly in the second half, you could argue we we just never got started, or or maybe we are not giving the Rangers credit where credit's due. I don't know, but it just seemed like we thought right, we're just going to hit try and defend here. And as soon as if that's your game plan, that works, marvelous, mm-hmm. brilliant. You've you've got a point. But as soon as you go a goal behind, you hit you hit change on. And the fact that they then got gifted. A second goal so quickly after that but, first. That but, was that. But again, was I, I think the first was gifted because we totally switched off. It was, yeah. It was just a, a ball into space over. Like I'd hate to see it again. I've not seen nothing again. But it looked like where Freeman on and or Smith should have been. And the boys, I think he's finished it quite well. Mm. Uh, and then the second, the second goal, McMahon plays a, cro- a pass. We should clear it. We should we try to clear it about three times or something. And it's it's felt to the boy Tillman, and he's he's had it through a, a rock of players and. 
obviously luckily for him it's it's went in the net. Did it no did the keeper no save it? No come back to him? Uh, or have I totally made that up? No, maybe, maybe. I'm I'm not sure. I think he might have got a save and then it went to a defender and we pussed about trying to clear it and ultimately didn't. Yeah, Zakala had the shot, it was saved and then the boy Tillman put it in. Yeah, it's just a, it's a poor goal, especially when we've got so many men behind the yeah. bloody bar. Like, that shouldn't have been happening. Shouldn't have lose a goal like that. Yeah, and, and after that, I think the game was kind of gone. They'd gubbed. gubbed. They'd, they'd, they were obviously settled for the 2 0, but I think they were pretty comfortable because we were starting, we were struggling. And I said at the time for the guys beside me that, you know, if we if we got caught up the part and we lost a third, as if we go for it, like we need to do something. He did, he made some changes, and there was a chance that Kieran Freeman, I use your phrase, couldn't control it with his back hoof. No. Uh, to get it under control but I just thought it was at a time in the, when we're not in the game like even if he has a shot and it's saved or creates something it mm. gives you a bit of a lift but yeah that was that just, was that was when Middleton laid it in his path I think yeah was it? and I, I didn't care if it was maybe just a behind the hoof slightly just behind him yeah mm. yeah it was unfortunate but anyway we've got a guest here we've got Martin here to make sure that you done a bottle the the shave in the head thing but I wouldn't mind caring what Martin thought of the game the day so what was your take on it? More so, especially in the second half. Um, the second half, when they scored the second, I turned to Adi Arab and said, this could go to three or four, because it was just so, it was the same problem what we had earlier in the season. It was a mistake, whether it was midfield or one of the fullbacks, and then bang there, scoring one, then two, and you're mm-hmm. thinking, here we go again. Yeah. So it's either, you, you can look at it two ways, either what Fox and that are all doing, it's working, that, we're able to try and within a collapse within a we're arsed doesn't faint too too much or the which mind's might in about an hour Claire's well when she sees you walking in the door looking <laughs> like a thumb <laughs> but uh, or it's the Rangers just take the foot off the gas they got the two goals and you know it, it's hard to tell it, what what drives me up the wall is when we play balls to the full backs we seem to like when you play it to Beach we seem to play on his right foot so mm. Martin needs to check back how no play on to his good foot going forward it does my head in the day every week mm. yeah. it's the same with Sheep on the other side um, I, th- I thought the substitutions were probably 5-10 minutes too late mm-hmm. I think and I, I probably wouldn't have been the one I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have brought Jim on for Sybald I probably would have had Watt on earlier than he was to try and have more of an impact mm. I probably would have taken put him on for Middleton yeah, um, mm-hmm. you know, I think I thought he fell out the game. Middleton. Yeah, I, 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 I wouldn't say it was game. one of his better games today. Those no. he did good things I, I th- during it. I think times. as well, you've got there as you know for for him to be really effective. Not just the, in this way, but Fletcher needs to be one of the flick ons for them to get on for the second balls, and they weren't happening. So half the kind of game would maybe go a Win a win a header, fall on the deck, and win the second ball. <laughs> was crazy. The mm. amount of the amount of balls he wins in the air, we really need to have somebody closer. We are a smaller player up yeah. closer to him. Yeah, you know the big man, little man. It's it, it's maybe not the way modern day football should be played, mm. but it's effective. And mm-hmm. are you, you know, the are you same strengths? Are you same as us? First half, we were well in the game and fell out it a little bit, but we had our chances. Yeah, no, definitely. I thought I thought first half. We played quite some no bad stuff mm. at times. Yep. Um, towards the end, that you felt like we were ha- not hanging on, but they were starting to just get a bit of a foothold in the game. And it was sort of right, like, and I, I said, there oh, can't be much injury time. One minute, all right, let's hold on for yeah. that. And half time came when uh, when we needed it. Mm-hmm. In the second half, it was just we need to come out the same, and we just I didn't. Uh, 
didn't feel it happened. You know, we had a, a no bad chance in the first in the second half. It was a ball uh, Harks, and I think Harks. Don't know if he struggled to get it under control, but he, he needed an extra touch. And then he right. managed to ping it to Fletcher, and he managed to get control up on his shoulder. On his shoulder, yeah. mm-hmm. but you know, and he still got the shot away. But you know, that was pretty much it for the second half. Mm. Um, but you know, it's yeah. I mean, I, I'd say the same. Just the game finished. It's kind of similar to what I think Liam Fox has said to the press. But I thought our shape and everything about us was really good in the first half. But a game last nine minutes. I mean, it's that's fundamental what it was. And you know, again, when you lose the first, it's like well, sitting for five ten here, soak us up, and then you lose the second, and I was just like. Mm. Mm-hmm. We could struggle here. You know? Yeah, I think I think ultimately we showed them too much respect, uh, and whether or no that comes from the manager or the players themselves, mm. they were feeling under a lot of pressure. And uh, I, I don't know what happened, but there was clearly a marked difference in the displays between first half and second half, mm. and ultimately that's and what for them as well. Yeah, but I would like if if you're the if you're United today, you've allowed them to get comfortable in possession of the ball because mm. you've just let them have the ball pretty much until they get within yeah. about 25 yards of your goal. There's, there's no pressure put on them at all. None, none whatsoever in the second half that I saw. It was just a case of defend, defend, shit, we've conceded, and then right on the back of that, we conceded again, and that, that was it. Like The ref could have blew the final whistle there then because we weren't getting back in that, I didn't think. Well, it was like that in the first half, though. We keep letting boys run into our box, and against Rangers... You know, you're not wanting them in the box. As soon as one for of them trouble. hits a deck, it, 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 you know, you, it's the most used image on Twitter is Rangers penalty. <laughs> as soon as it, especially when McLean is a referee. Mm-hmm. Um, but we seem to didn't stop crosses, didn't let boys stopping them running at the box. Mm-hmm. It's it's nervous. What did ne- you make of the referee? There was not nothing var. There was absolutely nothing var. Soft checks, but nothing. There was a couple of. There was, I mean, I wouldn't say he had a howler. There was a couple of things where I thought Fletcher maybe got fouled and he and he didn't get the the, the decision. There was obviously the the, the handball shout, but again, he, I dare say it's probably been checked by far, even if not officially where the game's been yeah. stopped. It's probably been looked at. I tell you what, I tell you what he did that really annoyed me the day. As he he kept in words with people, and that's fine, right? But when Ryan Jack has put two hands on the back of Freeman to push him away from getting the ball mm-hmm. and nothing, like that's a foul. That's a foul any day of the week. Mm-hmm. And that's not in the box. This is like in the middle of the park. That's a foul. Mm-hmm. Let's that go. And then there's, uh, it was the other side for me, but it looked like shoulder to shoulder, right? And the boys went doing the heap and Goldston threw himself in a heap as well in front of Fletcher and he gets fouls for them. I'm yeah. like, yep. that, that, these are the tiny things that just annoy but the Goldson, like, the, the, that one in the first half, Goldson with Fletcher when they were chasing it into the corner. Yeah. Where, so where, front of their fans. Where that non-existent drum was. Yes. Uh, that, that but, exact bit. But, but Goldson does that all the time. Every every game I watch, he does that. He, he feels the slightest contact and he, and he goes down. Now I'm watching I thought it. I was watching Tony Watt. Couldn't believe it. But you, but you know he's going to do it. So I don't know why the refs buy it. No. The refs buy it, and they'll probably say, oh, but he's put his hand on him. So what? If I put my hand on somebody, that doesn't necessarily mean I'm pushing them to the flare. I'd probably run a mile. Probably. Many would. Many would. But, but it's, it's the fact that, it, that the legs come up. Like, it's not even the natural. Legs in, the legs in the hand. No, exactly. <laughs> the, the, the amount of talk about oh, unnatural positions oh. and, and whatever. Well, that's not how you naturally fight. I could assure you. Mm. If you're fine naturally you put your hands down your hands then go back up in the air like you've been shot mm. nonsense man of the match I'd probably get to the keeper 
probably get a bit of get of the day. Okay. I don't understand that. Oh, Martin doesn't agree. Who well, are you going for, Martin? Why are you going for, Martin? Either going for Fletcher or BH. No. Well, BH did get it for the sponsors, but I then we kind of trust the sponsors a, a lot. You see him, he gets a bit frustrated, like right. uh, he's running when he, he wants the ball, when he wants it, he wants it there mm. and then. But many the times that the keeper doesn't spot it or somebody doesn't get him, you can see he's getting frustrated. Yeah. And whether that's because he knows he's moving or he's just. I think he, he cares. I think, I think he cares. He's got a high standing. You saw him coming off at the end of the at the end of the match. He was he looked raging, mm. and quite rightly too. Yeah, he's a, he's a good he player, and he's he's got a will to win. Like no, I don't think he's the sort of guy you could ever accuse of chucking it. No, uh, yeah, I mean, not that I was at that game, but when he scored against Hibs, and even after that game against Hibs, like he was keen on giving it to the Hibs fans tight that night. Like he was wearing his hat on his mm. sleeve that night. I just mm. think that's the sort of guy he is. But yeah, I would concede BH was was definitely in our better players. But I just thought better get I don't. I, I thought he was comfortable most of the night. I can't. He let two goals in. I don't think any of them were his fault. He made a few saves. Come he made, for a few he, he made a, There's a really again when you got this instant reaction. We didn't get to see the game back, but he makes a really good save for some. I can't mind when it was, but it was one of them that again. I think it's routine, but he has to make the save given what we've witnessed this season when it's been quite tough for He's, us in terms of. He's looking a bit more confident. Hugely. And, you know, go back six weeks ago, my first signing with the January transfer window was a keeper. Mm. I'm not so sure I'd yeah. be wanting to burst a bank to go and get another keeper. Yeah. Yes, I think we probably need to strengthen that area, but I think more importantly, we need, probably need to strengthen other areas. Other areas, mm. because I think he, he, he does look a no bad keeper. Mm. Yeah, he does. Um, and I've got him, the Burns got his name on the back. <laughs> <of his shirt. laughs> so as well so as Beatrice, him top. So I'm not <laughs> another player. Uh, the music still doesn't work. So you're good, bad, and the ugly for this week. The good, the good is that the other results went for us this weekend. Like Ross County obviously mm -hmm. got pumped, and Kilmarnock somehow only conceded two goals at Parkhead even though Celtic must have hit the post in the bar about five times. Uh, so that that's the good this week. Like Obviously, we've no helped ourselves. We've lost, uh, but at least we never lost any ground. Motherwell also got beat, did this? So, got beat 3-2. So have, instead yeah. of being in a league with three teams, we're in a wee league with four teams now. So <laughs> things are improving, I suppose. Mm -hmm. uh, the bad, that would be our second half performance for me. Uh, I kind of think of many positives I, I think when, when your first half has been like the first half wasn't brilliant but it was good it was we were in the game for most of it but to come and just be like yeah mm. it was a marked drop off in the second yeah. half yeah it was a marked drop off and the ugly but I don't know what that is yet but there's a guy that's no far from me that's going to be getting a skinhead soon so that just might take the ugly title this year we'll I, see I generally don't think so eh? no well, no. well you've taken the mirrors down in your house, put it out. Right? <laughs> I'm, I'm telling you, like two thousand one hundred pound can't be wrong. Like, I, mean, I, I would do a lot more that's for just, a lot that's less. Just the folk, that's just the folk of Dundee telling you you should have had this done years ago. <laughs> you could have kept going. I could have been in Turkey the weekend. Their <laughs> transplant boy. Another live show. That's where we're going. Tell you that now. Um, uh, yeah, Hibs up uh, up next. Uh, they won three two. Kevin Nisbet got a hat trick today. Uh, he's just back five and five. Could have done me with that. Eh? There's still no any great shakes, but um, it's always kind of tough for the but We seem to have done really well. Like the three 0 I think you said was the best performance we had the whole last season. We were it? good. Yeah, we were good that game. Uh, I think Hibs fans would say they were terrible that mm -hmm. game, but I thought. Like we were really good that game. 
Uh, I mean, it's another chance. To, uh, it's a very, it's hard to know what we're going to get again, and I've said that a few times this season. Where from week to week we were up and doing, but today we were up and doing in the same game. Mm -hmm. Like we started quite well, and then we kind of just faded. Yeah. So yeah, it's it's a big game because I'm not sure how many points ahead they are of us, but it's, I don't think we're relative, we're that close to them. But just for we're in good, we're in safety. Uh, we, we need to try and be getting something for that game. Defen uh, defensively, they're no great, I don't think. But well, big well, like Porto. Uh, <laughs> big Porto. Like the Porto. Day, you probably didn't see it because you've been up on the stand, but uh, the boy didn't touch him. He's rolling about like he'd been. He's a funny. Malty than the pot. He's Honestly, an absolute funny. <laughs> but but Nisbet's a threat. Yeah. Nisbet's a good player uh, for that. League that you mentioned. Um, Ross County. 12th, played 21, 16 points. We are 11th, 20, 19. Motherwell, 10, 20, 19. Again, it's just goal difference between us. Kilmarnock, 21, played 20 points. St. Johnston, 21, played 24 points. Hibs, 21, played 26 points. I, I would I, tell you, I would drag them in as well. Like, I think St. Johnston's five points. That's, we are game in hand. You know, it could, could really work out for us as well. The games um, are away from home. But the next two are massive. Like to play Hibs and Livingston back to back. They are huge, huge beams mm -hmm. for a while. Beat Hibs next week, that drags them back into it. Huge. They win that and then it's really the rest of us. Yeah. Yeah, I, I would totally agree with that. But I think it's, and again, this is, you obviously know Paul was obviously, we were doomed weeks ago. I think you might have been in the same on the same bus there. Oh, I was the driver. Like, <laughs> but how, and obviously we were, I mean, Paul wasn't allowed to go. We went to Altmar and it was class, right? We had a great day, but we got pumped. And we even then we were like, oh, this is no good. Like, I can't get any worse. And then Celtic rocked up and it was worse. Well, I said to you in Altmar Stadium, and amongst others, but there I said, this, this could derail our season. Aye. And up until recently, yeah. kind of hood. And you know, we got turned over at Tynecastle. Then we got a doing at Celtic. It was... Yeah. It was a horrendous... How, how have you seen the season then? Because obviously you've... You, you've You've listened to Paul and what he's saying, whatever to say it. No, quite two halves because it's no been there, but it's 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 certainly it's, going. It's looked look better. It's certainly been one hell of a roller coaster, can't we? A train journey at Liverpool. <laughs> the last game against Ross County up there, where one we're into Europe, we get the draw. You know, I always wanted to go on a away trip with United. So it was. Um, a, a reasonable trip that you're able to go on but we done it it was great you know you were on, on that high the Altmar home game it was probably one of the best nights you know I'm it's hard to believe but I'm probably too young to remember I, I'm too young to remember the, the real European nights <laughs> of the 80s um, but to be in there with my young lad to experience it what my dad and what my granddad all went through it was phenomenal to then go over there be spotted on the telly and my phone go. And oh, I'm <laughs> All I kept, I got a text from my wife to say, you're on the telly, behave yourself. I got a text from my mother saying the same thing and my boss saying, you're on the telly, watch what you're doing. And to, what was seen was just... Taps or off. It was, <laughs> no, nobody needed to see that. But then that, and then it went Tynecastle. Mm. It was 4-1, the young lad took no well in the stadium. Can it was, it wasn't a great. And then... Celtic game, oh, nine nothing. And the young lad sitting there, Dad, come we go, come we go. No, you need this is if you want to see the good times, you need to go through this. But even even I was thinking, I'm not sure I can cope with this. Like so, you know, 
I don't think Jack Ross should have went. I still don't think he should have went. I think mm. he he might have been able to get it turned round, but you know that's the decision. Do I agree with that Liam Fox got a job? Probably not. You know, if he wasn't that, if he was good enough then, why was he not good enough six weeks ago when Jack Ross got the job? But we are where we are, and we got on with it, and we support him, and we back the team like we or normally do. But it's it's a hard watch. That teams needing a wee bit of work done on the, the, it. And the thing is as well, and again, it goes week to week. It's different for us, but you know, when we've had people all like see you've been on before, and you know, us quite well and stuff. But for that, when we had that false high, I want to call it, when we beat Aberdeen and we beat Hibs. And then we went to Ross County and we kind of thought, because at the start of that week, and we've said it, we said this last week, the St. Johnston game was crucial that week and we got beat. And I was like, oh no. Then we've got these two wins and we go to Ross County. And I think we cut them a bit of slack because of the two were back to back and it was a lot in two weeks. But to come away for seven points out of nine there, you thought that's no bad. Then I didn't think we won for about five games. And we were, we were at St. Martin, right? St. Martin away. And yeah. It was just one of the, another one of games that, Again, I know those facts come up. I don't know if who sent it. If you if we got sent it in this group chat, I've seen it for someplace else. But um, apart from well, under what's his name again, Liam Fox. <laughs> I was like, I call him. I call him someone else. Totally know that. Um, under Liam Fox, like, we've no been, we've no had a bad turn. Like we've no lost by loads of goals. Celtic four two, which is. A bit of a freak result is what it was. <laughs> Two goals in injury time. Aye, but then, and you go, well, that, that is much, much better, but we were still losing these games. That was the problem. Like because, And again, if any of them could have turned into a point here and there, you are in a better position. And then we got the winter break, and Paul's said it, that we should have played more, what's happening, what, and then we come up with a bit of a bounce, and we get some good results. We've been on a, a decent-ish run the days, obviously, a bit of kicking the balls, but it, it's been okay. And to go for where we could have been, nine points a draft like I'm talking a draft no even we're in the mix are like we're, we're there it's going to be tough though what the thing about the day was when you've got players coming out in the press and saying it's sort of a, a bonus game and a mm. you know that when you're sitting bottom in the league no game's a bonus game especially not home against that mob Yeah, you know what I mean it's I, I don't like that mentality it's, and see that's why if, if that's if that's things that that are getting said in the changing room then that that's there's a fear there, and that doesn't hit. It doesn't I'm going to say there's there. a language barrier. What for Australia? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there doesn't need to. Like obviously, you give them respect. They've, they've got better players. Yeah. But Rangers, if you look at their results, that they're no battering many teams. Mm. Celtic are a different kettle of fish. Like mm. they they've battered a few teams. Even yesterday, for the highlights I saw, like you look at the result two nothing against Kelly, you probably think they've done well. Kelly got hammered that hail game and could have had another it could have had another nine on our hands bastards uh, exactly <laughs> but Rangers tend not to do that to, to teams there, there shouldn't have been any fear mm. certainly not for us but like, we've got a decent record against uh, the Rangers recently uh, relatively I suppose uh, but I just think second half we just made it far too easy for them Far have too we, easy have we heard on Jamie McGrath what's along with him or how long he's out for he, he's, he's injured like I, I, I was out here in a wander myself this week and I walked past Gussie Park and he was there training with the physio and Pollitt obviously Pollitt's training with the physio mm. uh, so like, I'd heard some rumours that oh, we were sending him back or he'd been recalled or whatever he's he's still here and I've he, seen him at the game of day he passed us yeah. when we're coming out the Hagi yeah he's still here and he's, he's just recovering for some sort of injury I'm not sure what it is mm. so so where are you for where we were going into the World Cup to 
to now then how are you feeling for the rest of the season I don't think we'll finish 12th okay right I don't think we'll finish 12th is that because you've got a wager on it no well that no because the wager's for top 6 okay probably I've got a bet we but still but think tonight's going to get top but 6 but you that's, you're thinking that's 50 quid bet I'm getting 50 quid in my hip and he's offered to buy the burn <laughs> strip for next season so it's a brilliant bet but, so, but, but you think, but you're now a wee bit more positive. I'm not saying you're glowing positively, Mister McNichol, across here. But you've never been classed as a positive person. <laughs> okay? Fol- folks say you're either glasses half full or half empty. Mine's is always smashed. Got a crack in the bottom of the water. <laughs> pushing it um, I've, I'm still tenth. I would take tenth because I really didn't fancy playoffs, especially if that mob are across the road are. Well, and it's like Queen's Park are away to run away with it this year. Yeah. So I, I couldn't cope. I couldn't cope with a, a playoff against them. No. I would, my, my, I'm not sure my family, my, <laughs> I would be, I would mean it'd be living on the, the heggy pile in this house, I think. <laughs> I think I'd get put out eventually. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, um, yeah, I mean, I, I think we've, we've certainly seen a, a marked improvement. We're needing some bodies and I think, I think we're needing, yeah. We're needing some signings, and even if, even if we lose, even if Tony Watt does go, McLeod, you know, I still think we're needing another striker. Even if he stayed, yeah. I still think centre half, midfield's still not. I think it's a wee bit unbalanced. It's, he brought Juma on again the day. I, I don't know. I don't know what it is. I don't know if, if I like him or if I dinner. <laughs> you know, at times I'm thinking, what is he bringing to the team, and then other times I'm like, oh, no, he, he looks. Mm. I think he would have been a a top top player back in the day a couple of years ago I think we've maybe got him just a wee bit too late yeah um, but yeah wait you, and see you mentioned the the results against Rangers um, 2-0 today obviously 2-1 to Rangers earlier in the season last season it was 2-0 them 1-0 1-0 them and 1-0 us mm-hmm. you know and I think it was a Covid season we got two four four goals for yeah. there that were the Rangers were the Rangers were good when there was no fans though. Aye. And again, we got, mind you, we got beat 2-1 and we should never have got beat that day when Liam Smith scored. Mm. This season? No, the 20... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. COVID season. 20, yeah. We should never... like full yeah. back to full back. Jamie, was it ah, Jamie Robinson? We should never have got yeah. beat that day. Morelos should have got a red card that day. Ah, for, he's a prick. For smashing uh, he, he is also not as good as he thinks he is. I, I, I don't think he's hearts in it like no. look, looking from the outside no. in, and I couldn't have cared less because it's them but it just looks like he's he's gave up and he wants away so mm. ach, whatever uh, so you mentioned the people coming in and out and that's the, that's obviously something that will happen I think I think it's going to happen obviously the rumours hey, Tony Watt and that are here we thought last week ach, they'll not be there next week both come on the day whether they're both at the end season even the end of the transfer window along with as he's beach but Say the club get decent money, right? Across the board for no no put any fees on them. But say they brought in a million, million and a half, couple of million for them. And say Harry Souter goes as well, right? There's a bit of dosh there. And I, I, I imagine, knowing how generous Mr. Ogden's already been, I certainly don't think he would take all the money if we were to get a stupid amount for Stoke as well or whatever, if there was money invested in there. You know, because there's no point in them bringing in a player that I think just is the same. I think we need to try and get... You know, I, I mean, I think we missed McGrath, first and foremost. I think we've missed him. But um, I'm with you. I think, Martin, I think we, we definitely need another striker. But I, th- I would like us, after seeing the Im- impact Fletcher's had, 
as I would like an ex- probably maybe an experienced striker that knows where a, a bit of pace wouldn't go amiss as well. Because the difference with Fletcher's playing is unbelievable. But I agree, I still think there's I still think there's gaping holes in that y- team. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. But like Liam Fox, I think he was asked through the week, like specifically He was about, asked today. Well, I've not heard him the day, mm-hmm. but he was he was asked last week or through the week about Tony Watt and he's like, Look, I ex- I probably expect him to be here at the end of the season. Mm-hmm. At the end of the transfer window, sorry, but it's the January window and strange yeah. things happen. So I thought for that, he's away. Mm. I thought that was his recoded message saying, like, I expect him to be here. I'm not allowed to say, but he's he's likely away. Uh, I'll still be surprised if Tony Watts here mm. at, the, at the end of January. And to totally agree with you guys, we kind of just then rely on Fletcher, uh, Anaku, Middleton, uh, McLeod, and could you? you, you that's can't, if McLeod's here. That's if McLeod's here. You, you, the, the lad is 16. You can't, you can't be relying on him. Listen, it, I thought he put himself about the day, but... Yeah, but you can't... Sure, but but he, he's, he's, he's not, not going to keep us out of trouble. No. Of course he's not. Of course no. he's not. He's a good, and that's not doing him a disservice. No, he's, no, no, he's, no, no, he's 16. Christ. He's a burn. What were you two doing at 16? I couldn't tell you. No, me and I. <laughs> <laughs> but I involved finding magazines in bushes. <laughs> bizarrely, I couldn't open. <laughs> I might mad. be chasing you at my garden, actually. <laughs> then I got right him and got the right shoe diaries on. It was, it was class. Um, exactly. So you, so you were not a be a lad on at that age. <laughs> and neither, not. and neither, as good as he is, neither is Rory McLeod. Mm, but 37 but, folk can't rely on me now. <laughs> <laughs> For but, anything. Martin's only here because he's not allowed him. Uh, no, I've been sober since early hours of the first time. Is that in the rumour mill? It's in the rumour mill. <laughs> as long as I didn't break the Burnley Easter Road on Saturday, I'll be doing good. <laughs> Going into the rumour mill, uh, Logan Chalmers, the Forest Green Rovers. See our uh, mate, Mr. Steve Greaves, casting his net fair and wide that he signed yeah. uh, Jamie Robson the other day. Yeah, yeah. Well, he seems to be doing pretty well. I know you're going to mention it in the loan report, but he seems to have had a decent season so far. Yeah, in the championship. And mm-hmm. ultimately, like a you could view that one one or two ways. You could think, well, that's the level he's playing at. He can't be a great Premiership player if he's playing in the Championship. Uh, but I just, I'll be surprised if he comes back and makes the impact that United fans would want him mm-hmm. to make. So if he goes, he goes. Is he out of contract at the end of this season, or no, is it? I think no, he's still got another still year. Still got another year. If he, I wouldn't be surprised if he goes. I think there's a big thing. There was an article in the uh, that uh, Alan Temple did this week in the paper that of all the players that are out of contract. Now, it's too early to go discussing them. But you've got to remember, these players can speak elsewhere right now. Mm-hmm. I think for me, I'd be surprised... I'm in two minds about this. I'd be surprised if Mulgrew plays next season, but I also wouldn't be surprised if he was registered if you needed him. But the rest, I think I don't think Paul will sign. I think Ryan Edwards is an interesting one. I think the club are right being bottom of the league not to be shelling out contracts. Like, I think that's a thing. You can't. But, but you are opening yourself a little bit up there. Again, Ryan Edwards, before he got the captaincy, I thought he was a much better player. I think he showed signs this season he's getting back, but again, there's still the odd occasion that... I don't think he's quick enough. I think he needs a bit more pace beside him. Beside him, yeah. I think he's getting found out a wee bit more. Rumour is he's away as well, though. Ah, somebody, tell, somebody Twitter, texted me this week Twitter that he's... Hearts. Yeah, he's got a heart or something, so... So, they, I mean, they're, they're, it's interesting conversations. I think there's a lot, in terms of you look at the players that are out on loan, like how much of a future have they got? I'm, I'm just not sure. I think there's a, I think we'll, we'll see some changes this season, in and out, uh, this window in and out, but I think the summer, it depends on the league you're in, 
but Premier Premiership's where I want to be. I think you could see another wee slight upheaval of, of what we're, we're trying to do, you know what I mean? Yeah. Given a year ago we signed Tony Watt, right? Well, was the top scorer in the league. Now, people I've seen people on Twitter say, ah, but kind of, it's a disgrace, ah, this and whatever. He's not done the same. I get that. Last season didn't help playing out of position and stuff. I ah, he scored some goals. He was really important last week. If he it, listen, if he's not on the park, we're gonna win that game last week, right? We've, but, not, we've not played them in the same position as Motherwell nah. played them. Him and Van Veen picked up a great relationship oh, yeah. and, and did well for Motherwell. Oh, yeah. we're, we're no we've, we've not played them in that position for us. Paul hates him anyway. He's kind of wait till he goes. I never said that. <laughs> I didn't hate him, but you know, he's he, he's never going to be in anybody's all time top five United striters. You know what I mean? He, he he's been here. Did it upset Motherwell a wee bit, and it enabled us to get to Europe. Yeah. Well, okay, it was a hundred thousand well spent, but mm. if we wouldn't let him walk out to Gary Neville's team for free, mm. I, I, I'm not that. It's I'm not that keen on, unless they've got somebody. Of the same sort of caliber, ready to come in, but who who's out there? You didn't really get well, that much. I don't think you get good value for money in the January transfer window because you're either buying boys that are only getting a game at a team. So why are they not getting a game? At well, a team? I seen a picture. Or uh, we're paying over the odds to get them. I seen a picture on Twitter the day. Somebody shared the picture of the boy at Plymouth. What's the boy's name? Brian Hardy. Ah, uh, he yeah. was shared on the was United. He not here. Livingston. He scored against us. Uh, he, he was. Uh, he was. On their, he was on loan at them, I think, from yeah, the Rangers. Them, nah. And then uh, he's down in Plymouth, but like we've spoken about it, he's getting a game down there, he's doing well. He's coming on the bit, he's come off the bench, Mr. He's probably recently. on a good contract down there. I can't, I, 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 I'd be amazed. Mm. I, I wouldn't be against that signing. Uh, like he's a good player, but again, I don't think he's a player with lightning quick pace. Like, I, I would, know. I would like pace in the team and all I, over it. I'm not always keen on ex players coming back, but as. GMS, is he injured at Hearts or is he just Is he not still again? injured for Tannadice? I have no idea. I'm not for sure. No, I would, you know. Would you hear him? You would hear him, eh? I like a winger, eh? But then I hear it. Did we not knock that out of him, though? We've knocked that out of many winners. <laughs> We've knocked goals out of strikers, crosses Ken. out of wingers, defending out of defenders. Ken. Hands out of goalies. <laughs> 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 oh, we just knock that out of the yeah. try and convert all these what midfielders into defenders. What ages GMS now anyway? Oh, he ages my mom because when he when he was when he was at us like that was he was only a young thing when he came to us. I can't, but that must have been about what eight nine years ago. I can. It's just two thousand thirteen, two thousand fourteen, or something. He's thirty two. Oh, he'd be thirty three in August. So he's ten years younger than Charlie Mulgrew. Well, I mean, it can't be ruled out. I don't think he'd come back. And I, and I, I don't know if he's injured or if And he would never be the same as he he's was played four, He's only played six times this season uh, uh, he, he is injured He'd is never he injured? he'd never be the same as he was No That's my, I'd, I probably wouldn't be for that signing But like some somebody like that Definitely um, There must be people like again that we, John Russell, Ryan Gold, Talen Buck I would tell them back in a second Paul Sturrock Paul Sturrock <laughs> has, he, has he got his bits? Is he fat? <laughs> Six like, weeks ago I'd have put Hamish in the goal <laughs> as he is right now. <laughs> uh, Hamish, what a keeper. Mm. But there's, uh, there's definitely work to be done. I mean, I think every club, will, every team will say that, but there's, yeah, you know, we've, when we've done really well this season, it's been deserved, but when we've been beaten, whatever, it's been pretty obvious of where gaps have appeared or what's happened, you know what I mean? Mm. The, the biggest problem, and it's still, it's still something I think we've said for ages, is, a lot of the time, we're our own downfall in the goals we concede. Mm -hmm. Like the day, 
that's like we switch off for the first, we give the ball away for the second. We are so much involved in our downfall today. Yeah. D- disappointingly. Yeah. I think the frustration today as well comes from the fact that it feels different for when we got pumped at Hertz, we got pumped for Celtic. It just feels different because the last few games had kind of renewed your hope that we were, again, we were maybe you are a wee shitey speed bump that we've been on since Alkmaar away. But it's, you know, first half today, yeah, it was more than acceptable. Second half, it was just... But you, but you look at the amount of defensive type players that have gone out the club in the last sort of 12 months. Your Butchers. Nielsen. Nielsen. Gersmith. Connolly, Smith. Reynolds. Reynolds uh, Fuchs. We've never replaced any of them, really. No. You know, and that's an awful lot of that type of player. You know, they brought Jim in. He's no that. He's no a defensive I don't think he's the one that's just going to sit in front of your back four and Fuchs was, Fuchs was incredible because he, even when we watched him, we were saying... It's like there's two of them on the park. Ah, we were like, like get used to seeing this boy because he's, he's bound to move on because he was so good. So good, so strong. As you say, it was almost like there was two of them on the park. That, like we, we just want one of them, never mind two of them. But the role that he performed for us allowed players a wee bit further forward to, to do stuff that that they're comfortable doing on a football pitch, but Sybil's been kind of the guy that's been kind of pinpointed as being the destroyer in the team. But like that still lacks for me, I suppose, in in, uh, in the team. We're getting around that by like having a bank of five and a bank of four the day, but ultimately we've still got penetrated twice for, mm-hmm. for the current buns. So it says uh, that's an area for me and pace, but I've been saying that for years that we need mm-hmm. pace in our team. Yeah. Right, let's uh, move on And obviously this week There was a lot of loan news Coming out of the club Much to your delight Well Mr McNichol it's, it's neither here nor there now Rondo How's well, it been? Well this week Logan Chalmers at Air United uh, Logan played for 83 minutes on Saturday As his air side made hard work Of disposing of John Rankin's Hamilton side They'd win 1-0 on the day and it was a result that pushed them back into second place in the league table. Logan had a good game and it'll be interesting to see what happens with him this month as I've no doubt Ayr would like to keep him and as we've just discussed there's apparent interest from Forest Green Rovers too. Declan Glass at Cove Rangers. Deja vu. Deco started his second loan spell with Cove by being involved in a six-goal thriller with Queen's Park. He'll be up north until the end of the season, but he'll be hoping that his time there is better than what his second debut turned out to be. Deco played for 71 minutes of the game, and by the time that he'd been subbed, he'd picked up a yellow card, and his team were 5-0 down. Thanks to goals from his ex-teammates Jake Davidson and four from Simon Murray. The game would finish 6-0 to Queen's, and although I feel for Deco, I was delighted that Paul Hartley's Saturday night was gubbed. Chris Mochrey at Dunfermline. Chris started his side's trip to FC Edinburgh on the bench this past Saturday, but would get off the bench in the 63rd minute to help his side see out a 1-0 win. The win puts his side comfortably in pole position in the race to the title now, with a four-point lead over Edinburgh and two games in hand. For my money, when Chris returns to Tannadice, he'll do so with a league winner's medal. Adam Hutchison at Forfar. Adam made a loan switch from Montrose to Forfar this past week and was straight into the starting lineup as the Loons travelled down to Annan. It was to be a successful debut for the big guy as he slotted in at centre half and helped the Station Park side to a clean sheet in their 2 0 win. 
Kai Fotheringham and Flynn Duffy at Stirling Albion. It was announced this week that Kai will remain on loan at Stirling until the end of the season and he'll be joined at fourth bank by United teammate Flynn Duffy. Both lads were to have travelled to Dumbarton this past Saturday, but the game was postponed, so Flynn will need to wait a little longer for his debut. Jacob Comerford at Cumbernauld Colts Jacob wasn't a part of the Colts squad, but he he's out injured just now with an MCL injury that he's hoping to get back by the end of the month. Uh, but he was it was also announced on the United he's website. He's hoping to get his ACL back by the end his of the month. His MCL, he's hoping to be recovered okay. from his MCL injury. Just checking. But he's hoping to be back by the end of the month and he will remain there on loan for the rest of the season. The women's team. It was a Saturday afternoon fixture this weekend for the ladies' team as they welcomed Hertz Women to Gussie in the Scottish Cup. Truth be told, the better team on the day would win, and it was unfortunately Hertz that ran out winners in the tie. It was a keenly contested match with the visitors having the best of the chances, and two goals in four second-half minutes, oh, what have I heard that before, was enough for them to get the job done. It was a disappointing result and a poor performance from United on the day, and I got the feeling that they could have played a day and no scored. Next up for the ladies is a visit to Gussie from Glasgow City. Another really tough game. Player of the match? I'm going to say Eve Donald. She was at the back. She had a very good game. Uh, the goalie made a lot of good saves. There was also a tweet about the goal. She, that, she yeah. should have saved the first goal. Well... There was a tweet that said uh, the player had evaded the goalie, which I read as the goalie made an else it. That was the second goal. So straight after the game, uh, Fiona came out of me and I said, should have saved that first thing. She was said, should have saved Bitham. <laughs> I was like, well, like fair play. Like I was I was uh, giving the lassie credit for a fair strike for the second thing. But the first thing, it was a free kick. that I didn't think it was a free kick, but then the lassies just kind of clipped it. Somehow, our Fiona, when she was about a yard off her line. So for me... Keeper should be saving that. There we go. Uh, right, so we mentioned at the top of the show, Brave the Shave. Uh, we, I've just checked the total there. Our actual current total, uh, as we record this at 8pm, is £2,125. Amazing. Absolutely incredible. And the last person who just recently donated is a certain Ian McNichol. So there we go. He gave me that money a while back, and he'll <laughs> not be happy that you've just outed me because he did not want me. To put it on the Just Given page because he doesn't like the fact but that we, they talk a percentage. But we need to because it's easy for me to keep carrying Exactly. Out. And I also... Ronnie's fault, Dad. And I also like your dad, then I trust you, a tenor. So, <laughs> <laughs> so um, like you say, that's going to happen after and whatever. But for the work the Community Trust do, dundeeunitedct.co.uk, they do loads of stuff. I know both you guys, young lads, do stuff for the Community Trust. And you know, I've heard Paul say loads of things. You've always been quite... Uh, positive as well Martin so I think it's a great cause and listen I didn't realise it'd be so much if I did I would have done it myself and I'd have been in Turkey for a long weekend so there you go um, before we move on and get the bravest shave there's a box there with your name on it Paul there is yes. so this is this is because I thought this was going to be intimate between you and me mm -hmm. so I got you a gift okay. for this I'm so meant to open it you're going to open that right now. now so you might need Martin to hold your microphone because you're going to need to tell what what's going on or tell her what's in it you need to tell us because this is audio remember so you oh, need to tell what's going is on is it a sooty puppet <laughs> it's, it's, it's not a sooty puppet but there's you a, will need to open it right up okay you kind of right, just well they're sweets straight away oh, so, so straight away Rondo 
Oh my goodness, that's you'll, a lot of You'll need to get that sellotape off, I'll right. tell you that right okay. now. Let me just tear into this. So he's got a box, it's got his name on it. It's an Amazon box, not a new box. He's been half a... You like listening to Hoos, because she'll need to sit down. Jeez. Right, so what you got now? You need to tell with us. I've got even more sweets, oh, and I've got a wee bit of packaging, and I've got something oh. that I'm going to guess it's either... It's either a... Inner on his old VHS tapes that he found oh. in the bushes with the magazines, well, or, it might, or it might be a book. Oh, that's getting a book. Let me just put it. the microphone down right. again. You tell what you've got loads of sweets, so you like that. Claire said to us, Get rid of these good sweets, it's January, we didn't need them. And I looked down at myself and thought, I didn't need them. So, what's happening now <laughs> is we're heading again past the parcel. <laughs> Because, How? What's in that box? Well, in that box, which was in a box to begin with, is another box style envelope here. Right. So, so am I, Ooh. is it going to be another box, Rondo? You tell me. It's another bit of packaging. Ooh, what could be it's in the bit of packaging? Bit of, well, oh. let's, let's wait and see. I don't know how this is going to come across on a podcast, but okay, so it's a framed thing oh. where it's backed as. <laughs> that, and, it, and it's it's an absolute disgrace that's what it is it is an absolute disgrace I've passed it to Martin what I'm is it? I'm disgusted with it that is an embarrassment that tell us what is it? an absolute disgrace what that, is it? it's a signed photograph of Adam Barton oh, his name I was like oh, that <laughs> had to pay counselling sessions to get his that is memory wipe for me so, so, so Martin not only is his head getting shaved but I'm taking an eyebrow for that push as well <laughs> I'm throwing him in the buzz that is an uh, that it's a dark day in Casa McNuckle Adam Barton unbelievable how did you get that sign I signed that surely you didn't message him on Twitter right. you couldn't sign this picture I'll, for us I'll, could you I'll tell you the story right so I, I got I got a link to this forwarded to me, right, for Chris McIntosh, who's been on, on the podcast, and he said, and I'm sure he said something like, was Ben this? And I clicked on it, and it opened up on eBay for a signed Adam Barton, I thought, I'll tell you exactly was Ben that, because I can't exactly was getting that. So I, I put my uh, bid in, right, thinking, it was a 10-day auction, and I actually forgot about it. So my bid of one pound one <laughs> spent there on the frame nah that was reused <laughs> so uh so there you go so uh, i don't and i totally forgot about it and i was like oh, i better wow. pay for that and that, it that needs that needs to be on stage on friday <laughs> i want i want sir craig levine to say was that nah, longer that was, was that was that ronnie before he got his hair shit <laughs> yes yes i'm thinking he was going to be a good signing to oh i should have been but then he was a he was a midfielder that hid behind boys so he couldn't get the bar him and Rabich, unbelievable. Who'd have thought that would get with the league? Wow, Shaba. So there you go. Oh, well, uh, you. I guess. Thank you. And sweets as well, though. Oh, the there's sweets. Lo there's loads of sweets Again, in there. Yeah, there well. is. I'll deal with that after. But I'm just, I'm a wee bit disgusted with that. But hey ho. There you go. So uh, next month, uh, we will be part of DUSF Gala Evening for Smile 2023 at the Rep. It's February 22nd. We're going to be joy. You're going to basically come along if you've got a ticket for it. Watch Smile. Have a break, I believe, get a drink, get a pie. And then in the uh, next part, uh, we'll be joined on stage by Willie Pettigrew, Andy Rowland, Paul Hegarty, John Holt, Hamish McAlpine and Morris Malpass. Um, 
and it's completely sold out as well. It's going to be a fantastic night. Really looking forward to it. Uh, it's a f- still a few weeks away, but these things are starting to creep up given that, you know, we'll mention it in a second, but like the live shows this week, like mm-hmm. it's uh, at the Garden, which is pretty mad. So uh, we're going to be part of that. Really looking forward to it. And I think now they're over 3,000 members. I've no idea. I think. I've no idea. Right. But before that night, the foundation are also putting on uh, a Celebrate Burns night at Tanadice, which is on the 27th of January, uh, where you'll enjoy a traditional three-course meal, a complimentary dram, and there'll be lots of traditional Burns entertainment. Some of the guests are Billy Kay, uh, a Burns aficionado. We've got the actor, writer, director, Barry Hunter, who is the guy that plays Jim McLean in Smile. We've got my mate, Gary Robertson, the Dundee street poet and author and musician. There's nothing that man can do. He's also a binman. And we've got Ronnie's mate, the Edge Radio presenter, Claire Kinnaird. So it's sure to be a good night. It's in the early suite at Tanadice, and it is £40 per person. And you get a wee free dram. Oh, there's a wee free dram getting dished up. There is a complimentary dram. Bound to be. Uh, right, let's move on. Martin's here. <laughs> What's this game called, Martin? Guess who? <laughs> Every week. Every in week. Uh, so, who am I for this week? It's sixteen fifteen to me. I am asking the questions to Paul. If you are new to who am I, if you have continued listening where normally you would have given up by now, if you get it right in the first clue, you get five points. Second clue, four points. Third clue, three points. Fourth clue, two points. Final clue one point, and if you are to make an absolute no hunt of it, you get nothing. How you feeling? Confident. D- Double decker there to help you. Mm-hmm. A dinky decker. A dinky decker. A nice. dinky decker because there's. I'm still looking at Adam. If I get in this week, it's his fault because he's staring right at us. <laughs> well, you, you never know. You never know. Is it him? For six points, is it Adam Burton? <laughs> Nah, I'd have made a right else if I'd done that. <laughs> Put it that way. That would not have been good. So, point in it. You can obviously go four points clear. Mm-hmm. Which would be nice. For me. Uh-huh. Clue number one. Here we go. <clears throat> this player, signed from Sunderland, had previously been with Kilmarnock in their youth side. It's not a team game. No, looking just, it's not a team game. I, I, I'm seeking comfort in a puzzle on Martin's face too. Yeah, did I? I'm, he, he's one of Dinky Decker. Like a Dinky Decker anytime he wants. Uh, signed him from Sunderland. The only guy I could think that was signed for Sunderland was the boy on loan. Uh, Five points. Roy O'Donovan. That's the only boy I could think of. Wrong. Nope. Okay. Clue number two for four points. Mm. For Kilmarnock Youths. He was still a youth player when he signed for United. Oh. But he was also involved with the national squads at youth and under 21 level. <laughs> Martin's looking as puzzled as I'm feeling. Good. Uh, signed him for Sunderland. These clues are shocking. Hey, hey, hey! They're only shite if you don't care. 
And if you've done research for a certain guest next week, you might care about this. No. I watched that in a hun bar in New York. It was horrendous. I still, you know what's thrown us? Signing for Sunderland. Because Levine did sign that O'Donovan, I'm sure, on loan. But for three points. No, I think Sean Dillon was an unused subby that day, was he? But... You going for Sean Dill? No, not, uh, uh, but it's no him, but uh. <laughs> Clue number four, I think you'll definitely get it. <laughs> okay, for the fourth time, I'll definitely get it. So just remember, clue number three, mm-hmm. he was an unused substitute in the League Cup final March 2008. Mm-hmm. Clue number four, he was released by United two months later and joined St. Johnston. Uh, we played Rangers in that final That was the Mark Kerr game It was I didn't want to call it that I wanted to get his real title Because he deserves more He does deserve a wee bit more uh, And we'll need to speak about it on Friday We're going to wrap in the bus We will I, I'm, I'm honestly at a loss I have been hit Me the curse of Adam Barton here <laughs> <laughs> right. Just Right, okay <laughs> Final clue Do you need a recap? Uh, no, because it's He signed for He signed for Sunderland he was a youth player when we signed him. Mm-hmm. He was Kilmarnock youth. Mm-hmm. And we let him go two months after that final, mm-hmm. whereby he signed for St. Johnston. Clue number five. I don't even hate it. I'm not even close here. For a point. For a point. He was a regular in the reserves. <laughs> for who? <laughs> <laughs> for United. And he played just eight first team matches. His debut came in that 5-1 defeat to Falkirk in 2006 when he was in the goal. You've got to get that. He was in the goal. You were there. He was in the goal. He played eight times. I'm throwing a point to you. What Fev one game? Because there was a couple, was there not? The, the Fev one game. The. One Brewster. I'm okay, okay. Save the penalty at Ibrox. You tell me. You and McLean. Correct! We signed him for Sunderland. Corner that a archive. Do you, re- do, you, do you ever read the notes further past this bit for this podcast? No. Because guess what his birthday is the morning? His. Yes. <laughs> He's now a polisman in Falkirk. That You've just killed us because that's in my birthdays. But yeah. It was just, it, honestly, it was Sunderland. Like, I, I had no idea. Come to the Arab Archive, yeah. which is what we use. Well, did you not tell me that Michael O'Neill was a, a striker? Yes. He clearly was a midfielder. He's a striker. Yeah. Paul Dixon born in Aberdeen. That was, that was a tough one. That was a tough one. 
Oh, I people go mental. At least you've got five points on me. Listen. <laughs> <laughs> Martin's we, over what the you moon. should do is fast forward it because Martin likes to listen to me and Paul in, in bed and uh, what you should do is fast forward <laughs> that for when Debbie comes Wait out a minute, me and you have never been in bed what do you mean he likes to listen to me and you in bed that's what he does he he's in it. bed we're not in bed no, we are to in bed fair, with him I haven't done it for a good wee while because I'm getting enough shite in the house <laughs> we're dragging us in but what you could do is you could fast forward it right she comes out ready, all lathered up and whatever else, and then you just go, it's fucking you, McLean. Five <laughs> points. She'll think you're amazing. You, McLean, could be sat in my living room. She wouldn't have <laughs> Well, hopefully she's no, because he's in the, the World Cup. She was like, how are they two doing a podcast? There's no football. <laughs> so it's now 16 all. That's, that's tight. That's tight. I, it is, yes, yes, it is. Um, so yeah, we'll do who am I next week? Uh, the podcast, yes, <laughs> the podcast shop <laughs> is open uh, or will be back open. Thank you very much for all your support over 2022. Uh, com. the live show this Friday, Paul. Uh, it's it seems such a long time ago 11 weeks, nearly 12 weeks ago. It sold out in about 17 minutes, breaking it chaos. Yeah, yeah. Now looking forward to it, but Brick and I at the same time. I'm sure it'll be great when we get started. Looking forward to actually meeting Levine. Seen him the day, shot the bed, didn't speak to him, but then I realised he was late. <laughs> Not so worried if you shot the bed today, but uh, I'll be I like skinhead next week. He'll fucking shit himself. He'll be like, ah, no, no mess with him. He looks hard to Twelve boys with skinheads in respects. Mm. He's going to struggle, is he? Ah, uh, yes, because uh, uh, he's uh, he's he's not the toughest. No. It's going to be good though, it's going to be good fun, looking forward to it. It will be, it will be, be a good night. Yeah, thank you very much to everyone uh, who is coming along to it. Um, obviously the first half will be with Craig Levine, the second half will be uh, Danny Swanson and Paul Dixon will come out five ten 5-10 minutes, we'll have a bit of laugh with them and then uh, Craig will join them and we'll have a Q&A uh, for that. We also have a raffle on the evening as well, uh, in there is a signed Adam Barton picture. No? Adam Barton picture. <laughs> uh, there is a full home this year's home top signed by the first team squad there is a signed and framed A3 poster uh, from the event that will be signed by all three of them and there is a signed Billy Dodds top framed framed mm-hmm. from 9990 is, is it the green strip 99-2000 is the, is the black it's black a third cat away cat I don't know um, so that's all up for uh, grabs and a raffle it's two pound two pound a strip yes perfect pretty much cash only um, on the night as well for that one and then uh, we'll tell you on the night where the, the proceeds are going to go to that one so um, but yeah that, that that's all happening there uh, we believe we will post on social media we believe the bar's going to open at half past six mm-hmm. doors to the auditorium are going to open at seven the show starts 7.30 uh, and it will, you know, go for a pee before that because it's going to be a long one as, as they are because they're good fun and mm-hmm. the way they move. And when you come in, you'll get the chance to uh, fill out the Q&A forms again. Please take the chance. You've got three brilliant people on the stage. Um, if for some reason you want to ask us a question, you can, but when you've got the three there, then I waste don't your think question. you need to waste your question. Um, so you can do that as well. Uh, raffle tickets, I think, will be on sale before and probably again at half time. Uh, and again, appreciate everyone for their support and buying a ticket and, and, and coming out. And and also, we will be asking Craig Levine about Mike McCurry. So yes, don't waste your question. Then I waste it on that because we <laughs> that will be coming up. Yeah, that that will be asked in the first half. Don't worry. So uh, 
yeah, that's good. It's going to be a lot of fun. I'm looking forward to it. I know that if we speak to Danny Swan and Paul Dixon, they seem well up for it as well. So it should be a good night. And well, you can meet Martin as well because you're going as well. Looking forward to it. Yeah, it should be a good night. Yeah. Just need to stay off the bevy. Dockers do will be a picture of Martin behind the bar. Do not serve this man. <laughs> be fine. Again. <laughs> uh, but no, it's uh, it's looking forward to it. It's going to be good fun. Our final bit of business ever. I'm, I'm ahead in him. Uh, on this day, in association with Arab Archive, preserving the history of Dundee at football clubs in 2006. I wonder whose name may pop up in this today. No idea. Uh, 9th of January is our focus. Three games, one signing and two birthdays to tell you about. Uh, we begin 1993. It was our first ever competitive meeting between United and Meadowbank. It was at Tanadice. It was in the Scottish Cup. Uh, the visitors went ahead after just five minutes before goals from Billy McKinley, Brian Welsh and Duncan Ferguson saw us progress despite a missed penalty from Scott Crabb at finish United 3, Meadowbank 1. Uh, to 1996, United deservedly emerged victorious from a controversial derby, which took a long time to spark in a life, but goals either side of half-time from Robbie Winters gave us three points as we moved top of the division. And a Scottish Cup tie in 2010. I wonder how this one ends. Uh, it was off to Firhill for United. Damien Castellanovo, Chester in the first after uh, 36 minutes. United then booked a place in the draw for the next round in the final minute of the match. David Goodwill, he chased a ball down the left-hand side, raced towards a corner flag. But instead of running down the clock, he cuts inside, danced past two defenders, stuck it in, narrowed angles, sealing United's place in the fifth round. It was amazing scenes that day, wasn't mm -hmm. it? And did you ever think of that game you thought, this is it? No chance. No, no chance. You, you need loads of luck when you're a club United size to, to go on big cup runs. But nah, nah. I think that was Dusan's debut as well, I'm sure, that yeah, day. I'm probably, sure that yeah. was his debut. Obviously, Damien, with his massive chest, he was able to, to, to just stick it in the net that day. That was Best class. Best lads in striker playing the City of Discovery. Quite possibly. At least yeah. he won something. He did. He's a part of a team that won something. Yeah, he did. He should be in the Hall of Fame. Other people have special nights about these people. Probably, probably on a lot lesser wage as well than, oh, than other people. But uh, he yeah, he'll always be fondly remembered for that. And uh, his old man. And his old man. He came and he, he took in a game up at Petodre or something. He was he, on a supporters bus. Uh, <laughs> uh, good times. Seems. Uh, a signing this week was so bad he doesn't even have a biography on the Arab archive he was signed by Tommy McLean he made six appearances and he was utter gash signed on this day in 1998 Markland? no no Jean Jacques Missy Missy Missy, Missy. He played for Trabzonspor against he did. us in the cup. He did eh? play for Trabzonspor, yeah. Gosh. I'd still rather hear a signed picture of him than Adam Barton. Can I just say? <laughs> can I? That's a hell of a handle, though. It'd be an A3 print to get Jean Jacques Missy Missy signed. Well, that's amazing. <laughs> Stop looking at it. Uh, to the birthdays we go. And this player made only eight appearances over his four seasons at United. And I think I'm right in saying he's now in the polis. He definitely is in the polis. Goalie Ewan McLean is 37 today. Happy birthday. 
And if you could, because I can that you listen, you and if you could confirm that you didn't assign for Sunderland, that would be great. And then I'll, I'll be able to hear a recount with this. He's actually a midfielder. He probably is a midfielder. Uh, our uh, our next birthday boy just misses out and actually been signed as well because he joined on January the fourth. He failed to recapture the goal scoring form though. He had enjoyed at other clubs. He did, however, manage to collect a runners-up medal in the Scottish Cup final uh, before he was released. Happy forty ninth birthday today. To assistant head coach Stevie Crawford. Stevie Crawford. 49. He he's another in that should brave the shave. Oh okay, okay so that's that's the first thing. Uh, <laughs> and hopefully his time at Tanadice this time round is better than his time the last time because he was na it was a signing that people were excited about. It promised a lot. I think the boat was probably pushed out to get him in. Mm. And ultimately it was na it didn't really work out for, for either party. Uh, so hopefully he has a better time out this time around. Yeah, because he, he he should have been way better than, than mm-hmm. what we got at the time <laughs> than what he was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was it was unbelievable. He's actually in a, he's actually in a cop. I was telling the guys before we start recording. Um, uh, Simon is a United fan. He's actually based down south, but he was up and uh, he was he was having a bit of clear out, or his wife was telling him he had clear out or whatever, and I ended up getting some uh, copies of Tangerine and Black from him. Mm-hmm. And uh, a few of the episodes, one of them is the big interview with Stevie Crawford is on it. And it's, yeah, he, he should have done so much better. He yeah. should have done so, so much better than yeah, he did. Yeah, we could say that about a lot. Of, like we were joking earlier, we mm. knocked the goals out of our striker. And... Lee Miller. Oh. When he played for Aberdeen at the time, I worked for the, at the railway station on the ticket barrier. And he used to come in, Stuart Duff used to travel up and down on the train up to Aberdeen. And he come through the station with his t-shirt saying local hero on it. And I had that kind of bite my lip. Yeah, it says, you're, you're a brave man wearing that in this city, you know. <laughs> you're no local and you're certainly no a hero. But you'll absolutely love this, Yeah, yeah. He's a barber now. Lee Miller. Mm. Should have got him up here instead of me to cut your hair. <laughs> <laughs> Did he start on himself? <laughs> Because he had one of the worst barnets I've ever seen on a football player. He's, he's, he's Up a with the boy Shamak that used to play for Arsenal. Mm, Horrendous. There you go. Uh, but yeah, Stevie Crawford, another one that should have done it. And obviously, goalie Ewan McLean, everyone knows him. Yeah. Signed for Sunderland. Oh, a legend. He genuinely saved, I'm sure it was Chris Boyd, penalty at Ibrox. I think we still lost the game, but he yeah. saved the penalty at Ibrox. Well, he played eight games. Getting a penalty at Ibrox sounds very it's un- it's unrealistic. unrealistic. It's like, unusual. I I'll tell is you this what. a dude fox <laughs> no I'm pretty certain that he saved the penalty I'll, t- I'll tell you exactly what I wasn't the referee that day I <laughs> 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 definitely wasn't the Mike McCurry <laughs> and so uh, that is it we're off to brave the shave um, it's Hibs away on Saturday then how do you think we're going to go on uh, we're at Dode Fox Podcast on social media do have a, a great week and we'll see you at the Gardine Theatre which is amazingly this Friday night, 12 weeks ago, the tickets went on sale and it's all come around pretty, pretty quickly. Stay safe and, of course, don't forget to wash your hands and your arsehole. Mm-hmm.